Hey, Barbie. Hey, Barbie. That feels Very good good. to say. <laughs> that feels Wait, good why to does say, Barbie doesn't sound it? like that? Anyway. I don't. I don't know. Um, Simon, are we living in a Barbie world right now, or what's going on? Um, I mean, life in plastic—it's fantastic. That's what I have to say about that. You can brush my hair. You can take me anywhere. That's right. And by hair, I mean my pubic hair, because that's probably where it's longest. <laughs> that's true. Aaron, famously, not a lot of hair up top. Not much hair not at all. Not a lot of hair up top. Yeah. Nope. And the hair that is up there, mama, it gets <laughs> shaved right back off. Nope. So any of that. we are a little late to the game. As Barbie has taken the world by storm, it surpassed a billion dollars at the box office globally. And you know what? We got to it, okay? We're gonna we were going to get to it, and we didn't. <laughs> and now we're coming back. And we're yeah. coming back, and we're doing yeah. it now. And we're allowed that. And and you know what? This is our podcast. Not yours. Not your podcast. Yeah. You have been yelling at us, yeah. leaving such mean reviews <laughs> in our DMs. We're down to 4.4 stars out of five on Spotify. You know who no you are. No way. No yeah. way. 17 total reviews, by the way, on Spotify. We have a lot more on Apple Podcasts. Okay, if you're on Spotify, you you stupid losers. Yeah. Give us five, give us five <laughs> you stars. You idiots. God, Jesus. Fucking. Jeez whiz. Okay, now I know where I need to like, I need to be like, so, are you on Spotify? Thank you. Because you're pulling your weight I'll everywhere I'll, else. It's I'll just the, the Spotify reviews. Yeah, we got to get some of those taken care of. <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. fuckers on Spotify. Get get your act together. Horrible. I'm done with this. I am done with this. Horrible. We should just pull it like the Markle people and um pull out of our like $10 million contracting deal. I have no idea what you're talking about. Meghan Markle and the Prince dude from the royal family, they had some like huge contract with Spotify for a podcast, and I think they did an episode and like bailed. I think they realize they don't like talking, which is, such and they're a probably serve. boring. <laughs> probably, you know, like what are you gonna? Not everyone needs to have a podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm putting the the line <laughs> in the sand. Not yeah. everyone needs to have a podcast. We can say that after a hundred some episodes, we're here. There are there are people that just feel like, you know, what my next move's gonna be, a podcast. Yeah, and there are people. That like literally their podcast is just them like thinking that their life is interesting enough that we'd want to pay attention. I'm telling you now. Yeah. It's probably not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm sorry about that. Just come yeah. on to our podcast for one episode. That's a lot less work on your end, you know? Yeah. You can talk. You know what? Even talk about your life. I don't give three fucks. Yeah. Leave us a five star review. And guess what? Move on. There you go. Move on with your life. If you take nothing away from this episode, leave a five-star review. Move on with your life. That's the only Mo takeaway. Move on with your life. <laughs> and and you know what? We have not moved on from Barbie. Barbie. Aaron, you saw the movie. What do you think? You know, uh, I so Barbie I, is is I think what gave me COVID. 
which yeah, is um, that checks out. That checks which out. is why we didn't end up recording. I think. Um, I I had f- kind of forgotten about COVID, by the way, until you told me that exists. you had it. Yeah. It still exists on the in the world. And yeah. although it's not getting much media attention, like I think we are back in a wave again, or at least we I were. I think we are. I think I saw an article like really far tucked away. Yeah. At the bottom yeah. of the scroll, you know. And so people are getting getting COVID again. And so there I was sitting in the theater. <laughs> Mind you, this is like one of those theaters where I think it's built for couples. Like you got one armrest on on one side and nothing yeah. in the middle. Which um really discriminating against throuples as someone in one. And now I speak it, for all people in throuples. You know who else it's discriminating against? Single adults. That also. Really like, any... want to go to the movie alone. Really any combination other than two. Odd numbers need to be more supported in life. I agree. Odd numbers need to be more supported they get a bad by rap. society. They get a bad you know, rap. You know, unlucky number 13... You know, you know I who think does that's where it do stands. odd numbers right? The Barbie soundtrack. 17. Airplanes. Times. Airplanes. <laughs> Three hey, seats right. on both sides. We love that. Um, worst seat you've sat on in terms of um, like airline. Hi, George. Um, George has a lot to say. I think my most memorable moment in terms of choosing a bad seat, I think, mm-hmm. was when I was flying to Australia. Oh, that's a long one. And I decided that it would be a good idea to sit in the aisle. Mm. No, it's a lot Mama. of getting up, right? It's a lot of getting up. But the other big thing that kind of is annoying about the whole thing is you don't have the headrest. You like I yeah. you actively want to have the window seat so that you can put your head against the the side of the plane yeah. as you're trying to fall asleep. And that's a travel hack for you folks. You want that the is, window seat. For traveling abroad if you're trying to sleep mama? Yeah. 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 I if don't there's... fall asleep on planes anyways though. Do you fall oh, asleep on God. planes? Oh god. No, I famously have like no sleep issues whatsoever i feel so bad for people that do there are two places i cannot sleep plane being one of them the other is a tent i can't camp unless you're loading me up with some sort of sleeping pill i'm not gonna get anything <laughs> in my sleeping bank you know what i mean i can't do i that. think for I me it's it like exclusively um airplanes yeah Mm-hmm. Can you hear George, by the way? I just heard that. Oh, I heard wow. <laughs> little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, So just to lay the scene for everyone here, and the reason why the, you think the question you originally asked was, did I see the Barbie movie? What was the experience like? What I think? Yes. The experience was sat in the theater next to, uh, I want to say, 14-year-old girl. Uh <laughs> And she was with her friends. And I also felt bad for her because, again, she showed up with an odd group and this theater was not built for <laughs> and she she was the one who had to sit to the, you know, the weird, you know, ball. Yeah. Box. Like, I guess I'll be that one. And she's like, guys, I'm next to a fag. 
She probably said that. She, maybe, maybe yeah. I was wearing my trans people will always exist shirt in the suburbs of Minnesota. So there you go. What really did you to go some... to? I went to. Uh, it used to be called Plymouth Man. It's right off of Fifty Five. Yes, and Vicksburg. I, was I think just there. What did I see there? I can't remember. Oppenheimer, Barbie. No. Um. Oh God! It was that love is the oh my god what is that called oh my god the book it's club? like the book club <laughs> the, the book club abroad um what's the one where they go to italy anyways it was a love a, a love story uh two asian leads oh it was um, good it was past lives um it was good and okay. i saw it there yep mm-hmm. i was about to say there's that one new like Hangover adjacent movie with the four Asians. Joyride. And Joyride. I saw it. I saw that too. I did too. That was good. It was fine. That was good. Was I did really cry. Fun. I did cry. I laughed a lot. It was very I, funny. I laughed a lot. I did. It was like a, okay, well, I guess it's it's over. Could I tell you what happened in the movie? I was pretty stoned when I saw it. Don't really remember. They go a lot of places and somehow it all works out. I and just then, remember. And then, her, and then, spoiler alert, her mom's dead. Oh, yeah. That was tough. That was the moment. The video when she was recording, that's when I cried. Oh, God. I cried. I cried too. I cried too. Oh. Yes, I remember it now. Oh, my God. That was tough. Okay. Go see Joyride, people. Go see Joyride. Good Go movie. Go see Joyride. Um, okay. So, thing is. Um, just like I kind of mentioned with Joyride, how it just kind of ended. Yeah, I feel like Barbie movie was it was super camp. It had it was trying to accomplish a lot, and it even tried to take something like that we all enjoy, or not mm-hmm. that we all enjoy, but like a very kind of popular culture thing of Barbie. Yeah, and add like existential like ideas and thoughts. <laughs> yeah into it of like what makes us human and like yes also like gender role you know while while also trying to like comment on how barbie as a brand and as a figure and symbol may have been perceived in the past up through now it did try to cover and comment on a lot of different things and i think it like the amount of people that are like, oh, 10 out of 10. Oh, my God. So good. So blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. third time watching it, I'm like, it was fine. I really enjoyed it. And I do want to go see it again in theaters to see if I like it as much. Because I really liked it. I probably would give it like eight, eight and a half out of 10 if I had to give it a score. It's definitely not a perfect movie. I would say what it gets right is the humor and the delivery, casting, Fantastic. So Ca- wouldn't probably wouldn't change anyone Mm-mm. except maybe Dual Lipa as the mermaid. Sorry, that's fine. That was that was weird. I mean, John C- John Cena was also kind of weird, but like, oh whatever. yeah, he was in that, wasn't he? But yeah. I'll oh, I'll take that big hunk of man in anything. You know what oh, I mean? For sure, I'll for take sure. it any, anyway, anyhow. Anyways, um, but what I there are some issues. For example, obviously the whole point of the movie is they're going to the real world to kind of figure out why things in Barbie land are going to shit. Right. So 
and Barbie land is like this perfect world. Everything's great, blah, 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 utopia. And then the real world is supposed to be grounded in reality. Yet we have Will Ferrell as the CEO and his exec board of Mattel are the dumbest humans on the planet. There's nothing reality going on there. Like the scene where they're chasing her in the Mattel building, cuckoo luku, very funny, but there was no grounding in reality in the real world. So it's like a little strange. A little strange. I, they, Did I laugh a lot with that? They picked yes. and chose like when they wanted it to be real world and that. It started in the real world, like up until it was back to like back to plot, you know, because when she arrived, it was like absolutely being commented on when she walks over. She's like, oh, my (laughs) God, a construction construction site. I'll go talk to people like me. And it's like, really? (laughs) So funny. But and I will say, like, Will Ferrell in that role. Perfect. So funny it's like it was very reminiscent of like him as a Mugat too like he did very well in that role he did okay so in terms of thing like i wouldn't be able to give it an 8.5 i'd be able to if we what do you give it give it a bop but like i'd give it yeah. like probably like a seven maybe okay. a 6.5 okay and okay. like things that it didn't do yeah what did you take issue with it was it was a is great commentary. It was funny. The acting was great. Like the the visuals were super great. Mm, yes. To say that it did a good job at taking the story and really having a good through line and getting us to the end and going, oh, this is something that I'm leaving the theater going, wow, that was really like impactful and insightful. The movie like so many things. The Will Ferrell arc of it all, the Mattel people, <laughs> very, very they cuckoo. go to Barbie Land, cuckoo. and then literally nothing happens. I don't even remember if, like, yeah. if if anything happens with those characters, they might still yeah. be in Barbie Land. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, you have that issue, really. And why does she want to go to the real world after? It makes no sense. Literally, literally, why go twenty four hours before this girl Barbie? You were like. No, I'll take my heels back. I won't. I don't yeah. want those Birkenstocks, Kate McKinnon. Yeah, yeah. you know, what, like Kate, what very funny. Also, Kate, Kate McKinnon was, was so good. She was so, so good. But like, <laughs> girl, I think we all would rather live in Barbie Land. Yeah, I mean, it's like, gorgeous. It was gorgeous. It was like everything was simple. Everything would, was kind of I like structured. Love if my job was beach. Beach. I would love that. That's all I have to do is beach. <laughs> so I think that like it, we really, the, the internal thoughts of Barbie at that point, uh, at the end of the the movie where she's like coming to terms with maybe being human and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it, it, I mean, it definitely tugged on heartstrings and it definitely like made us be like, Oh yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But if you like, take it one level deeper you're like what like i don't i don't really get how yeah, what, we landed here what are we really saying with this ending and like yeah and like at the end of the day this is a major corporation producing a movie for which they now want to produce like 
the equivalent of the Marvel Cinematic Universe for Mattel. She's gonna, they're going to make like, an easy bake oven movie. Absolutely yeah. not. I will not see another movie. I refuse. I hate it. I hate it so much. There are a few things in the world that I hate more than capitalism. By the way, I'm reading a book called Poverty by America. Oh God, so depressing. This country is so I fucked. Could, I couldn't even. <sighs> I'm 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 currently listening to Red, White, and Royal Blue. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. <laughs> it's the it's the, it's the gay movie, or it's like it's the gay <laughs> book that's now becoming a movie about like okay, Prince of England. That sounds like one I got to do after this because I'm going to need a it's I'm going to need yeah. a little pick me up, you know. Um, <laughs> very different, very different movies or, or books that were different books here. we're on right now. Yeah, totally. Okay, so it was those two things, and then like on that same note of Barbie having the the more kind of closed off thing at the end, Ken mm-hmm. is also left going. <laughs> well, Ken, I'm Barbie, and you're Ken. The 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 thing that the his resolution to his entire character was just adding a little bit more of a pause between Barbie and Ken to being, I'm Barbie. Mm-hmm. You're Ken. Yeah. Like was, was that enough? Like, did he, <laughs> and, and he's happy with that. I would be like, no, if anything, let me go back to real world. You could stay here, Barbie. It doesn't make a lot right? of sense. Right? It doesn't I, make a lot of sense. Um, another comment I have on the movie, um, America Ferreira does great. Like, like I don't think great. anyone does, like everyone adds to their character. Um, people saying that she needs to be nominated for supporting actress for her monologue about what no. it means to be a woman, get a reality check, sweetie. Watch some cinema. I'm this sorry. movie is not going to fuck? be nominated for it, set design. Sure, it's going to be nominated for all set of design, the side, set the side design. Set design, gorge. Plus, how they like proportion things to be like Barbie size, like how she's way too big for her car and shit like that. Those little details, Mwah. amazing. And I, I will go as far as to say I think Billie Eilish might be nominated for another Oscar for her song. I would love that, and I hope she doesn't win. We will see what else is nominated, or what else. We'll is see. We'll see how the field is shaken up. Right. Right. We'll I see. mean, it. Do you think Dua it, could get a nom for this? No. Yeah, it's a no. great song. Come on. I would go as far as to say I think. Uh, <laughs> what is it? I'm just Ken. Oh, that probably yeah, yeah. has a better shot because really, yeah, yeah. But we'll, okay, we'll talk about that in a second because that is the okay. topic. Movie wise, I would say overall, it was a fun ride. I would see it again. I would recommend you see it if you haven't, which we all have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at the same time, like in terms of plot in terms of through line in terms of making me think about things and like continue to think about life or have it questioning my own reality it didn't do any of that sure fun ride another comment on the like what it means to be a woman speech a lot of people are commenting like 
this is feminism 101 like everyone knows this and i gotta say you need a reality check too because a lot of people don't know this stuff no a lot of like this is in order for this to be a huge movie that reaches a lot of people that makes a billion dollars at the box office it does have to be 101 a little bit like oh, really yeah right you can't get that nuanced about feminism in a in the barbie movie and expect it to like be this huge fucking thing like there are so many uh, straight white men especially who need who have never thought about that in their whole life no and that's great that's you know good for the barbie movie for doing that i i mean the ben shapiro viewing of it i <laughs> didn't ben, watch one minute of it ben shapiro more like ben shapiro no am i right I will say I am getting sick and tired. Say it, say it. Of like all Speak of this wokeism, like anti woke <laughs> agenda, but really they're the ones that are like being the batshit crazy fuckers. Kukuluku. Well, the New York Times is saying that perhaps Republican voters are tiring of the war on wokeness, even. It's because it, they're being just as fucking woke. It's really. If, tough. And if anything, they're the like, they're the ones that are taking action on like a lot of this wokeness shit. I'm it's like, really... move, step aside. I'm done with this. As don't 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 go to a fucking like fun movie and try and like dissect it into like yeah how it's part of an agenda. That's yeah. weird. That's a yeah. weird thing to do. Also, how is the movie promoting transgender rights? There was a trans. There is a trans actress in it, and but that's like. But also, like, someone who would have that complaint would absolutely not notice that. They would not look at Harry Naff and be like, "Oh, that's a trans woman." No. So what? That was that the argument? There's a trans person in it, or was it something I, to do with like? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I will like. I will look at it the headline or the thing mm -hmm. and i will not but you're not you're not inviting that energy you're not even trying from like an academic i just gotta see what the argument is you're like no, no i don't have time for this i respect i don't that. Okay. I respect that mm -hmm. okay so um what a fun episode thank you so much simon <laughs> and that's it that's it no that's um <laughs> y'all we are known for reviewing music obviously right. we are open to doing exploration on things. If you love that movie review, let us know. Oh my gosh. And that the was music. Just a, that was just a taste of what we have to offer. But also the music oh, review. The music review. With Sia and DJ Tai Tai. Forgot about that one. That's a classic episode. If you haven't listened to that one, Dear listener, I want to watch that movie again so bad. I do too. Next time you're in town, we got to yeah, watch, watch it. We got to watch, watch 80 for Brady. <laughs> watch I've watched it. Have you seen it yet? What? Okay, yeah, no, it but it's on HBO. Oh, sorry. It's on Max. Sorry, HBO. Um, it's on Max now, so I will watch it knowing that you've seen it. I so and, I and saw we, it on um, an airplane, which I think is the right place movie. to see it. Great airplane movie. Hey, I'm flying to Chicago. Is that long enough for a flight? If you if if you start it 
when you sit down because like if you delta in some of them Ugh, so you're long able to get, so long to get you in there too if you start it when like when you like sit down yes okay. i think you're gonna be able to finish it it's like perfect. an hour or something perfect easy okay so going on to music and album and the whole thing there right. one of the things that i'm like excited to talk about with this is this is our first like soundtrack that we have reviewed yes and i think with that well apart from sia music apart from sia mm -hmm. but this is like our first chance to really talk about what it means like what makes a good soundtrack completely completely mm -hmm. and like where like to me experiences of like soundtracks i go back to like the 500 days of summer soundtrack mm, okay i think That's... of char you know what i think of charlie's angels i listened to that movie soundtrack on repeat mama the one with Lana Del Rey and, and Miley Cyrus? No, that's the reboot. And we do not acknowledge that it exists. And we do not acknowledge that song with Miley and Lana and Ariana and whoever. That was a bizarre. Who? Lana who taking the rap first was really a choice. I'll say that. Girl, she did not need to be anywhere near that song. I don't know who thought that was a good idea. <sighs> no, mm -mm. It, was, it, was a, it was a very weird choice. But. A good soundtrack, I think, if any, like anything, amplifies the album, and not the album, the the movie, the movie, and the experience, reminiscent and continue to want to enjoy day to day mm -hmm. the themes and like music you heard in the the movie. What I'll say about the Barbie soundtrack is not every song on the Barbie soundtrack is in the movie. And True. some of them are almost, I would say, like deeply ingrained in the movie. Oh, integral to the plot, the context, everything. What and, what and is for your me, thought on that? For me, I was gonna say I really enjoy my favorite songs in a soundtrack are ones that are bops, but also contribute to plotline or move the story forward. I think that is lovely when you can accomplish those two things. I'm not saying everything needs to be that way, but those are my favorite. And so the other thing that I wanted to kind of comment on that too, is there are two songs that I would say are at the, the crux of the movie that aren't a part of the main soundtrack they're only mm. on like the the endless summer edition that's and right the, and those songs are the the best weekend ever edition those two songs are <laughs> push ryan gosling uh it's doing a cover and then closer to fine by the indigo girls which truthfully i did not even listen to that version of the soundtrack no you don't you don't you don't need to yeah, but yeah what is interesting to me about this is those two songs are the most pivotal in the movie you have closer to oh. fine being the to and from the barbie land to real world yeah, yeah, yeah. which happens many times many times and then you have push which is all of the it's the the plot of the kens uh or the barbie's trying to subdue the kens by making them fight each other at the end of the movie 
That's right. And they're all singing this song, trying to like <laughs> serenade the Barbies. Oh my God. But yeah, so what's <laughs> so weird about this whole thing is that two of the main songs aren't part of the, the, the soundtrack. Huh. What do you think the thought was with that and why they weren't included? I have no idea. Um, I have so Mark Ronson, I believe, like produced or oversaw mm-hmm. the the music in the movie. I would love to pick his brain about a couple things, including that. But no, I I I don't know why. I think maybe in like push, it is a cover, right? And it's it is a cover. It's mm-hmm. a cover, and it is definitely a scene played for laughs leading up to a plot point but the song itself doesn't really mean anything for the plot you know i mean for all intents and purposes this soundtrack is all original songs right yeah um none of the songs i think even like the ice spice Nicki minaj yeah that's that's a sample it's very heavily sampled but it's it is a technically a new song yeah um i don't know i think i really wish those would be would have been on it like the original one because Mm -hmm. i think that there is um we we look at soundtracks of the past and it truly was the songs that were playing in the 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 movie Mm -hmm. um i also what songs do you think were like made for movie and what songs do you think were made after movie? Definitely pink was made for movie. I yep. think dance the night was probably made for movie journey to the w- real world, obviously made for movie. That's that like quick tame Impala interlude. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I Ken. think I, yeah, I'm just Ken. I think and even like, man, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like Speed Drive was probably just like Charlie wanted to do a song with a car reference in there, which I'm all for. Fine. That one, that one felt <laughs> the most like probably loosest of. The- <laughs> yeah, but hey, I'm not mad at it. Um, I think probably Barbie World, the the like new song with by Nikki Ice Spice. That, that wasn't made for movie. That was not no, made for movie. No, definitely it, not. Was that was that even in the movie? Like. Yeah, I remember. I think so. I yes, it was. Like it... I I think it was really early in the movie. Like you could have just missed it right away. I don't feel like I'm it was pretty sure. Listeners, tune in. Chime in, please. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know. Okay. I think what was I um, made so the for listeners is are like, saying I am right. Oh, <laughs> I didn't hear any of that. I think that was. The demons in your head? It could have been. They are, they're <laughs> there and they are very real. They're um, quiet right now, though. Always quiet when I need them to be. We have a good yeah. relationship. but That's good. <laughs> when I'm sleeping on an airplane or trying to, they come right back out. Oh, don't they? Those <laughs> flying demons. I hate them. Um, okay, so you mentioned that like it's always good when the, a song that you think is a bop is... Um, also like pivotal to the to the story right um what when you're when you were obviously i don't want to go into the, to the top, top ops yet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but 
where would you say, like, how would you weigh the top bop of the album when it comes to this oh, soundtrack? Like, is that's it about a great, how well I was, the movie or what? Yes, I was thinking about this and it's really tough because we are so used to just reviewing the music for the music. What does our heart tell us the bop is? But now you have this whole other element of the storyline within a movie. Um, I will say for my purposes, it was easy because my top bop ended up being something that I think was pivotal to the plot and was just fucking good. So it just the it answered itself for me but i don't know did you kind of like adjust the way that you chose your top up based on it being a movie soundtrack so i think i i read you for filth a little bit last time probably uh, on our previous on our carly ray episode <laughs> of like simon likes a good beat i like the beat I like the it's beat. like what's the song that's gonna make you toe tap <laughs> a little bit more what's what's the song that's gonna make you wiggle your fingers and I will say, I will say though, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't regret anything I've said on this pod. I don't re- regret any of my top bop choices, with the caveat. Oh, the episode... No, not even even oh. worse than that. The only regret is from the killers review we did for caution, and my top bop was like fire and bone or whatever that song is cross that out of the zeitgeist that does not exist in the bopper flop canon (laughs) no uh we are we might have to delete that episode entirely (laughs) i don't think it's on i don't think it's on apple Podcasts because they i don't know why but only like all of our episodes are hosted on podbean our like hosting site right but for some reason apple Podcasts only does the like 100 episodes weird so we're gonna have to call someone if y'all wanna if y'all want to uh listen to some of the older episodes just let us know and we can figure out a way to to get them probably on they're probably on spotify or i will go as far as just like trying to figure out what's going on here but yeah um one other so like in terms of songs there's a lot of powerhouse uh yes like artists that are are doing this Yes. You got the Dua Lipa. You got the Nicki Minaj. What I found kind of strange was that there's a song called Man I Am, and it's featuring noted non binary uh, artist Sam Smith. Yes. Yeah. And in the song, he goes, I'm not gay, bro. Yeah. Or they go, I'm not gay, bro. Yeah. Mark, why did you have Sam record that? Look, they're probably just playing with gender even more. Why not? May I mean there could be like some commentary <laughs> there or something. Yeah, but it, it's I I took it as like tongue in cheek. Haha, look, we're kind we're, of we're trolling a little bit. A little a little bit, but at the same yeah, yeah a little I hope a little bit. I really hope so because it yeah. just if they weren't thinking that that could potentially be like a what's going on here, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Other thing I wanted to chat about is another another artist that is leading the album, Lizzo. Oh God, that. 
we would we wouldn't have even brought this up had <sighs> we recorded two weeks ago when I had COVID. So thank God we didn't because yeah, I it's, it's in the press. It is in the press. But here yeah. is like so I. I probably have a very different perspective on this than everyone else, than most okay. other people. I am Team Lizzo. And Aaron, what are we talking about? Cliff's notes. Lizzo is being accused by three of her ex backup dancers mm-hmm. for claims about uh, abuse, like sexual abuse. Um, commenting on their weight yeah i and heard making like, them feel generally uncomfortable yeah i think that's I like a lot of like accusations about like maybe manipulation or like yeah you need to watch your weight if you're gonna be my backup dancer that kind of thing definitely some sexual harassment allegations in there there's a lot going on and so i've done enough i i did not read the entire complaint of like all whatever pages but i did read deep enough and i watched many tmz interviews of them or like different Uh, interviews that they've done source the long story short of it all is it sounds like they are just bitter betties and what i mean by that is some of the things they cited was that lizzo brought them to a strip club and then they were uncomfortable that lizzo was like oh touch that like touch the stripper or give him like a dollar or do whatever it's like girl Hmm. You went to a fucking strip club. Was Lizzo you opted holding, into a strip club? Was Lizzo holding a gun to your head when she yeah. said touch the strippers? Like, well, huh? I, I, I'm like, I'm here. like, you chose to go with to the strip club. If you didn't want to like do anything that happens at a strip club, maybe you don't go. Yeah. And then additionally with that, I to me, this all comes down to, and this is where like I think there's like a danger to to media coverage and cancel culture and a really tangible, scary thing for people that are that get fame out of nowhere or get fame later in life. Mm-hmm. You and I there's i guarantee you there are many episodes on this podcast where especially me but probably both of us have oh, had both have, of us have said things that have been maybe not the the correct term oh absolutely we've accidentally misgendered people more than once not because we're evil people just we're not we make mistakes or we know? like like i've just commented on things that like really aren't like could be problematic or like just I I am misinformed about things like oh, those, totally that yeah. is going to be a thing that is like going to happen. Yeah. And there's probably times where I've spoken about someone or something in a way that like my intent behind my words mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily the the words I used. Right. Not the way um, it came out. And so to me. I put myself in the perspective of Lizzo when it comes to like the comments about like the fatness or whatever else Mm -hmm. I, in my heart of hearts, I don't believe that she did any, like she truly would be commenting on someone's weight in the way that they're trying to accuse her of doing. Right. Was it like, could it have been like, are you sure you want to wear that? Like, 
well those my, types of comments aren't necessarily about weight or right. aren't necessarily even about like a negative thing it could be like yeah. a ooh, that doesn't look the way it was supposed to look Maybe we want right. to think about this differently. Or, you know, my sister watched her Amazon Prime show and part of the conversation she's having with her dancers there is like, this is a super physical show. It's so demanding. If you're not able to like be in good shape for that, we just can't have you on like around. Like you have to be physically right. fit to like do. She's playing flute and running around and singing. Right. She like, is fit. Is so is. fit. Yeah. yeah. Like I couldn't do anything like that. I don't have the cardio. Right. I can't do that. And so, like the 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 point I was trying to make that I completely like missed the mark on was that like when you become famous later in life mm -hmm. uh, i put myself in her shoes and i go all of my friends that i had mm -hmm. are now like a lot of them are gonna try and take advantage of me right and so i a lot of those friends go away there's also mm -hmm. new friends that approach you Yep. that also have ulterior motives and want to be yep. your friend for this, mm -hmm. that, or the other reason. Mm -hmm. And because you're traveling so much and because you have to like tour the world, mm -hmm. even the friends that you, you have been able to hold on to that you do consider super close, they're not on, out on tour with you no. every single day. Yeah, and you probably and, have bad days. It's probably and, stressful. And so like for the bottom, the bottom line is, is like Lizzo doesn't, Lizzo was probably trying to find friendship and trying to find, find community with her coworkers. Right. That's As you and I both know, her. like I, we don't necessarily want to hang out with our coworkers much because we like to have literally never, literally never. The idea, I've never had to travel for work. The idea of having to like go to a conference out of state where my only social options are to go to a conference event with people I work with, I would rather die. Not because I don't like people I work with. I just don't need to see you outside of work hours. No. it. I really don't. As someone that now travels for work probably <sighs> two or three times uh, a quarter, I... <sighs> I don't mind it. I just consider it like I'm working from Tuesday to Thursday or whatever else. That's fair. That's and, fair. And you, it's it is it is kind of annoying that you don't really have like your own like you don't get to do anything that you want to do after work. Um, yeah. But like going back to Lizzo with this, it's like yes, her co-workers are now probably having she's having to like be they're the people she's going to hang out with every day in and out and so like she probably felt feels comfortable going to the strip club with her friends right but maybe like the co-workers don't feel like that's appropriate or whatever else but she doesn't she's considering them like in this weird limbo of friendship and co-workers and so I'm really hoping that Lizzo also doesn't like close herself off even more than she probably is. Mm -hmm. Long story short, I would say, yes, you can put yourself in the position of being like nine times, nine times out of 10, probably 99 times out of a hundred, 
I'm on the side of the worker. I'm on the side of the the little person being taken advantage of. In this mm-hmm. case, the amount of positive that Lizzo has done for this world and for like visibility of people that are big, that are like, um, you know, really facing a different body type than than right. most others. Mm-hmm. She's done so much good to celebrate body positivity. She's also done so much to support the queer community. Like all of the things that she has stood for and still stands for, I think vastly outweigh if she had a bad day once or twice and made like a, a snide comment to one of her coworkers. Like, right. fuck you for trying to th- to drag yeah. Lizzo's name through the mud. I'm done. I think it's just so interesting how so many people are ready to take a side, like, especially in the negative. Like, we don't know anything except that this is an allegation and people are, like, already decided what the verdict is. It's like, that's crazy. Like, I can't imagine being in a position like that where just someone saying something, whether it's true or not, like, will at least temporarily like ruin my public image and there's nothing i can do about it that is truly it's crazy my biggest fear about getting any level of notoriety is that people are going to try and find the one thing the one silver bullet and try and make an entire news cycle out of it and drag my name through the mud i'm like no thank you world this is not like people people engage so much more with negativity so the idea of like a celebrity downfall is like people love it lap it up they want more of it and then you add the other layers of like it's a black woman it's a black queer woman it's uh someone who is you know larger and is really body positive like you have all these people coming out of the woodworks to just be like oh she's for sure fucking guilty and i i and i knew it she was trash from day one it's like that's crazy you're crazy (laughs) okay so this is okay this is the comment that i really fucking hate is they're like I always didn't like her, but now I have a reason to. Right. No, you're probably racist or you hate fat people. Yes, exactly. I'm like, And now you just, you can use this as a disguise. Yeah. Like, fuck that. We see through you, by the way. You are really telling on yourself, which I love that phrase. I just learned it. Have you heard that one? You're telling telling on yourself. yourself? I love it. I do. I do like it. I do like it. It's good. It's good. Um, so going back into Barbie, I guess. <laughs> so the music. Lizzo leads the soundtrack on. And this is also one of the, I would argue, one of the probably most tied in songs in the, the movie. Absolutely. Starts us right yes. off. The, hey, Bobby. Yes. Like yes. all of that is literally it, like they're waving and it's they're acting it out. It's their way of setting up the scene telling us what's going on and what the energy is that we can expect. And then it comes back again. Yes. When things change. Yes. <laughs> as another kind of way of going, oh shoot. Things yeah. are different now. She's not doing the same kind of rhythm that she was. Yes. Which I think was very cleverly it's a used. very very effective motif for sure. I uh, so that's that is I would say 
all I got there. Ken, uh, Ryan Gosling, he did a good job. He was a great, great choice. Like I said, I thought casting was fantastic all the way through. Yeah. Obsessed. Love it. Um, Um, Were there any on there that, because there's a quite a spread of um, artists on here all over from like really well-known people to there's a K-pop group on here. There are some more like Gen Z kind of icons. We got some Haim. Like, was there anyone on here that you didn't know before? And you're like, ooh, I got to check out who this person is. You know, one of the songs that, yeah, there's a, they're talking about this this album in like a a full sense to, mm-hmm. there's a lot of adding artists on here. I think <laughs> check a box. Yeah. For sure. Having For sure. a K-pop, having like yeah. a, um, a Spanish speaking song. like Honey, the Asian market, they gotta get it capitalism they're, they're really trying to like make it so i think that the idea behind it is that barbie is worldwide worldwide and it's for and, all and everyone's money once converted to usd is green it's still money it's yeah still money and so that was definitely that definitely is pointedly on there i'd say the song for that like sure. i didn't I wasn't expecting to enjoy as much as I did. That was by an artist that I've never really given any time to is Hey Blondie by Dominic. Fike, Fike. Uh, that was one of mine. I I was like, who's, who's this guy? I yeah. Like I was this. like, okay, this guy's, this guy's kind of good. Um, overall though, I would say that like, I'm probably not necessarily going to go to a lot of the artists that I didn't know mm. before or weren't listening to before. Those mm-hmm. songs aren't really like on my my roster. Um, yeah. But so I guess I think I'd be ready to 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 answer the question of what well, what is that? What do you what are you giving it? Is the album a, a bop or a flop? Yeah. The lens I'm taking with this bopper flop is, I, I think for me, is not as an album, but as a companion piece to movie. To the movie. Okay, fair. And from that, this this album is a total bop. I think it does Completely. a really good job of all of the themes of Barbie, tying it in. There's songs from the movie that really fit well. There's songs that aren't from the movie that I think are there for a purpose while it some it doesn't necessarily make a whole bunch of sense the songs all still like they they got the assignment they did the assignment they turned in mm-hmm. the music and it makes sense it's about for me what about totally. you totally um so taking your lens of is this a bop as a companion piece as a as a you know a, a device a movie device, I would agree that it's a bop. I think that, like you said, while they are checking a lot of boxes in terms of artists they're including, the songs all made sense when they were in the movie. They felt right in the moment. If it didn't feel like we're trying to take a smorgasbord of people and make them fit into this box, I think everyone kind of got a chance to show their style within a Barbie lens, which is really hard to do when you're working with so many different people. So I think 
I, I think it's a really fantastic movie album. Um, as an album outside of the movie, I think there are a lot of really great songs. I would probably still give it a bop um, if the movie weren't a thing and there was some way that somehow they were all connected as an album, if that makes sense. Sure, but yeah, yeah I, I think there are one or two like, ooh, this is fantastic. And then everything else is like good to great, which is not a bad place to be. No. Mm -mm. Not bad at all. Yeah. Kudos but to yeah. Mark Bronson for, for curating this. It, um, the soundtrack. I, I, I mean, you have to. The album and the movie really are kind of a triumph. I mean, right. We got a female director breaking a billion at the box office. That doesn't happen every day. Um, the album itself, like I said, hard to get that many people together and be like, okay, here's our assignment, and we all got to pass. Pretty tough, right? Yeah, and he did it. Yeah. So going going on to the top bop of the album what was your thought process going in how did you come to terms with what the top bop was and what was it you know for me it was a marriage of just a slapper of a song mixed with hey this song actually really is absolutely necessary for the scene it's integral to what's going on it shows a lot of personality for a lot of the characters in the song is Dance of the Night by Dua Lipa. Let's give it a quick listen. Let's listen. Uh, oh, God, that is like a cool glass of lemonade on a summer day, which you need because Austin's hot. hot. It's hot. Hot, hot time Oof. over here. I think we're, we're at like record number of days above 100. <laughs> Here Plus, this year, Eric just taught me all about how the power grid works in Texas. It's wild. I think it's wild it here. All I know is it's bad. Girl, it's like an unregulated power thing. Like they they up the price when people are using it a lot when demand is high. It's like that it sounds like it should be illegal. So that actually is a thing in in uh, Minnesota now too. What? They have smart meters, so if you use the the grid when everyone else is using it, it costs more. I don't like this. Yeah, no, it's not. Give I gotta me, get into give me local a fair office. price. Give me a fair price. That's but what anyways, I want. So I watched the music video when we took our quick break, and oh, it's just—I mean, take it away from the movie. It's a total fucking bop. But the scene where Barbie's having her party. With all the barbs, all the cans are there. They're dancing. They're doing their choreo. It's so cute. You see all the, like, you see individual characters kind of come out. And you see kind of more of who they are, what their conflict is with people. Namely, Ken with other Kens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, I don't know. I just thought it's so fun. Dua Lipa really is a star. She's a star. She really is a star. Yeah. They, they they were saying that this song, there's like a part in the music video where like the disco ball drops and breaks or something. Yes. Uh -huh. And they're saying that that's the end of her disco era because like Future Nostalgia was all very disco and she's been in that very disco <sighs> era, but she's she's retiring the disco of it all. Does she have does she have 
the range. She girl listen to her previous album before future i have it's a good album it's a great album and it's not it's a good album it's a good album we'll see hey i'm here i'm 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 skeptical i would go as far as to say that like dua was doing disco before pretty much anyone else i think dua is the reason why disco ended up becoming like as big as it has become now she was definitely an early adopter she wasn't the first i don't think definitely early adopter definitely like the biggest person doing it right so uh, it it's not like untrue to credit her a lot with it you know what i mean i mean hey i am just fascinated by her career trajectory as a whole I can't wait to see what's next, but God, I love disco, you know? I do I do too. I'm not ready to give it up yet. <laughs> I just love it. I just love it. Um my only complaint with with that song is just that it the lyrics don't really like tie no. into much of the movie. It's a fun song, it works well in the movie, it fits the that what it needs to for the movie, but by itself it doesn't in a really way theme. in a way it it gives the current state of Barbie land. It's simple. It's dance. It's, Hey, we're all here. We're having a good time. We're dancing the night away. That's all. That's what we do every day here at Barbie land, you know? So that's hey. all we ever, we've, we've ever wanted to do at Barbie. That's land. right. That's right. Um, you have any other thoughts on it? No, I think that yeah. that covers it for, for yeah. me. Sums um, it up. Good song. Overall, good song. I'd say probably one of the top three, that will leave the album and still kind of get uh critical attention, I guess. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. But I have a feeling I know what your top bop is, but I want to hear it from your mouth. Well, um yeah, so I'd say for me, the when it comes down to top bop, it really comes down to what does it do? What does this this song does this song encapsulate what the themes of the movie are best? And also kind of uh is it a good song? And I think mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. that you could I mean you could argue that Man I Am is in a in a similar vein, but on the opposite side of the camp. Can't give it to Man I Am. No, you I can't. gotta give it to a past single obsession. What was I made what for? What was I made for? I knew it. Easy, easy I it. peasy. Um, well, should we give it a listen? Let's quick? give it a listen. Okay. I want to watch the music video. I'm going to watch the music okay. video. Okay. Okay. Me too. Okay. Mm. Uh, mm. So many layers to that song that like mm. really take it over the top for me. Um. First, you have it in the context of the movie, and the lyrics very much work for that. Yes. They very much are like, uh, I was a bot. I was bot. Like, what was what is my purpose as a doll? Like, mm-hmm. truly, it is there. I think, like, in one complaint about it being tied into the movie is where they use it. It really feels like they use it as the scene when she's like, I understand. I now get it. I know what I'm like my next step is whereas what it really is is more of the her crying in her bed probably being like existential dread right at the beginning of the movie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um 
but it doesn't really fit there because that's they're yeah, still in Barbie land. It, it would have been tough to make right. that work musically at that part of the journey for so, sure. So the, yeah. the songs like sounds work great for where it was used. Like it, the sounds are like very much like, ooh, discovery. <clears throat> then in the context of um, outside of the movie, but still like it, taking it into like real life, the song is is really about like all of these these we as humans are told that this is what the purpose of life is or like this mm-hmm. is what the right track of life is and this is like what good success is and i think that there's a lot of people that especially like on days that they're not having a good day or that they're depressed or whatever else that they're like is this really all that life's about like is this really what i was made for is to feel sad and to feel not great and that truly i think the way that she encapsulates that too within the song also just is like really really moving and really great and then what i love like as the the triple header of the whole thing is you have this music video that i think perfectly encapsulates kind of life and i think i talked about this when i was in my single obsession it's like you're trying to do something you're setting up life so perfectly you have this perfect idea of of what you're gonna like what 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 you're gonna try and accomplish and life just gets in the way in this case in the music video there's an earthquake that happens then it starts raining windy it's rainy it's and within all of that she is still i think like the human condition is to try and persevere and Mm -hmm. so despite Mm -hmm. all those things she's like I'm going to keep picking things up. I'm going to keep trying to put things back together. I'm going to try and make this life or this, this thing worthwhile. Mm -hmm. And to me, that just like all three of them are truly joyous. You know, this is my first time watching the music video. I will say she acting wise, Miss Billie Eilish surpassed my expectations. Not quite Nicole Kidman yet, but it was pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. That was the first time watch- you watched it? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'd seen oh. like the little clip, so I knew what her style was going to be, the little blonde housewife yeah. look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I have some comments on the song. A, I knew it was going to be your top bop. Oh, for Aaron, sure. Aaron likes to go to a slow, sad number for his top bop sometimes. Not all the sometimes, time. Sometimes. Sometimes. But if if I am like, if I have it narrowed down to three songs that I think Aaron's going to choose... I usually know when it's the slow one. I'm like, it's definitely this one. I think sure. it really depends on like if it's an album that I like really connect with, or if there's a song that has like I like I like a, a song with a good meaning and with yep. like a good yep. it's not just about the beat, it's like it all mm-hmm. coming together. And sometimes yep. the slow song is the one that like you can tell that they probably spent some time crying over. Yeah. Whereas you know? It's been established. I like the beat. You like the beat? I like the beat. Uh, one other point. So I haven't really been able to connect to the song. And when I was, because I knew the song would come up and I was thinking really hard about it and I just couldn't figure it out. I think objectively, great song. Excellent song. That is undeniable. For me, and I realized it when I was watching the music video, I was like, oh, I think I have negative feelings 
about how the song is being used in the movie and it yeah comes and it comes down to ultimately i think it's mattel trying to ask really deep questions or position themselves as like look we're people too when at the end of the day you could argue that this is just like a brilliant maybe like evil genius level marketing move to to allow a corporation to make more money at the end of the day i mean mattel their sales are going to fucking skyrocket after this movie i think they try to be like look we're aware and we're asking these really deep questions but are they answering it in the movie i would argue in some no, cases yeah. they aren't and so i think just that connection made me not like connect to the song but i it, it is a great like excellent song i don't so know I, what i think for all intents and purposes, I don't, I don't see, I don't see how those two things relate. If if, if it works for you, and that's the reason. Oh, I think why. a lot of people would be able to make that. Connection. But I think because no, I completely like. I think that like I completely agree with you on the money making machine of it all. Right? How this is like. Right. Like, let's check in in five years after we've had to endure like. 20, 20 Mattel movies and watch right. the Easy Bake Oven movie. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I completely agree with you on the, the it's 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 another calculated non-risk. It's the same reason why we're gonna get a Shrek 5, I think. It's the <sighs> same reason why, and just like that came out, it's the same reason <sighs> why we just get the same content yeah. served in different ways. Right. That's all this this was definitely the initial litmus test to see, you know, will this work? Is this something we could do? And clearly the answer is yes. Clearly the answer is yes. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it, it's in the same vein as like the Mario movie being a, a critical success too. a little bit being, being like, it's, it's not familiar. A, it's. And they're, yeah. they're understanding now that like familiarity of pop culture doesn't necessarily <laughs> need to be movie recreation it can now be recreation of like a familiar ip that people know exactly it, and this is why we don't have cinema people it's because of you but i think like this song is is it isn't that encapsulation this <laughs> this song is truly here's the assignment you're a doll whether it's a cabbage patch or whatever else a, a brat stall that Anything that has that, that grows into consciousness it was taken out of that yeah. unlike un other movie or other songs that very much say like hey bobby <laughs> you know like other songs go very like deep into this is a barbie song yeah where this yeah. one like can, can be taken in so many other ways um right. yeah excellent choice though it's a great song great song really um great okay song. now other side of the house this is Ugh, yeah this is this is tougher what's tough about this and like i honestly would be okay with us not doing it if we don't want to but like if we want to we totally can what's tough about this is it's really like because the the album spans so many genres and so many different types of music it really comes down mm -hmm. to like it's really it's such a personal choice kind of thing yeah I don't know. It, I, but hey i got one 
Okay. What is yours? Okay. So this, the way I went about this is just like, I listened to this quite a few times, start to finish. And there were a lot of songs that I, like, if I knew who was singing it, I really, I tended to really appreciate the song. In the case I didn't know him as much, I was interested to check out their music. And so it really did just come down to were there was there a song on there that just was not my style? I wasn't inspired to go learn more about the artist. Um, for me, that song was Forever and Again by the Kid Leroy. And a lot of that just came down to what I like in music. And frankly, he just sounds like a mix of like old Justin, like a young Justin Bieber mixed with yeah. like maybe Youngblood. And it doesn't sound original. Like his style to me is like, we have so heard this before. Yep, completely agree with yeah. you. Whereas, actually, like, whereas, like, I heard like "Angel" by Pink Panthers, and I was like, "Who are you?" Yeah. You know? Ooh. How about you? I, I, you know, I, I do agree with you. I think that "Forever and Again" was one of the, the not as great songs on it. Um, mm-hmm. But I'd also go as far as to say that, like. Haim just didn't was like the start of the album not being as good interesting it's a fine it's a fine song I think it was what's it called um home Home. yeah it's a fine song but it was like it was the moment where I was like okay things are starting to like fall off a little bit sure sure right after it you get back to Billie Eilish but then (laughs) it's truly just like it it feels like it's like Billie Eilish could be the end of the the soundtrack and the rest of these could be bonus tracks or what have you Mm -hmm. but the heim one just didn't really like i was like gosh that's so interesting so pop pop and so like i feel like i remember and this is why i need to see the movie again because i feel like when i heard that song i was like oh this is really good but now that you're saying that i don't really remember at what point in the movie it was played and i don't think it's a little bit oh is is that oh okay okay no maybe it's not played i don't think so oh maybe i just heard it on the album the first time and i was like oh this is really good but I don't know. I need to listen to that one again. Listen back. It's not a. It's not a bad song. I just don't think it really. It fits. Doesn't really. What the album. That's fair. Is trying to do. That's fair. Um. Well, we did. We did the Barbie movie. We did the Barbie soundtrack. Can can we also just say, bless her heart, Ava Max has a song on here, and it's an Ava Max song. It is truly just Ava Max again. <laughs> she plugged in that algorithm, algorithm, click, 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 and we got a song that is Ava Max. Another song, another day. <laughs> Way to go, Ava Max. Good for you, Ava. You got to go to all the red carpets, all the premieres. I didn't. Damn. No. no. <laughs> um. That, so that's another podcast episode, by the way. All the fashions on the press tour. <laughs> Someone understood the uh, sign. Literally, the entire marketing team for this movie really brilliant. Best, best marketing still going, still strong. 100%. I've never seen so many partnerships, so many like business collabs. There's like a Crocs, like a MeUndies progressive insurance. And that's where that's where I was going to say. I think that for all intents and purposes, I don't necessarily know if Barbie as Barbie is going to um, 
you. This is so gross, Prairie. Your ear is disgusting. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't think Barbie sales of the doll are necessarily going to go up from like a just the sure. standard Barbie. I think that the the movie tie-ins that's <sighs> going to go crazy. So like the Kate McKinnon Barbie, the weird <sighs> Barbie, God, that'll no. sell. Oh. But I and I oh think that, I thought you oh yeah okay I agree you know, yeah that's definitely you know what I mean for sure yeah yeah there's gonna there's gonna be like a quick spike on movie related kind of stuff all the characters yeah I think the the movie related stuff is the stuff that's going to have longer legs mm, but because okay. they are licensing a brand that already exists mm-hmm. Mattel is gonna still make a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah. Even though the like standard Barbie sales don't necessarily mm-hmm. see like an uptick, you know what I mean? I I truly am just dreading all of the movies that are going to come from this. I I heard Lena Dunham is set to direct um, a Polly Pocket movie, and the girl from Emily in Paris is starring. Like, oh, talk about a way to pitch me on not seeing a movie. Those two. <laughs> Right. Sorry. Right. You know what I want to see? Ugh. Give me a live action Pepper Ann. I loved Pepper Ann. I did too. That's what I, I need. Pepper Ann, Pepper Ann, much too cool for seventh grade. And I, I want, <laughs> I don't, I don't care if it doesn't make sense. I need Mimi Webb to be in the movie. Uh, you know, she probably would get a song in there. On the She'd get a and it'd probably be good and i'd probably forget about it in six months i'm i'm putting that out in the world there's gonna be a, a pepper Ann movie with a mimi web song hey i still got a couple mimi web songs on the playlist they're pretty good it's good pretty damn good um okay speaking of songs yes we got one last section that's right we've got our single obsession of the week that's our non-album song that we've just been moving and grooving to we can't stop listening um i definitely have one aaron do you have one in mind oh i have one okay hit me with it so this is this is probably a a bopper flop first for me Ooh. eddie washington was on the podcast last week yeah and his top off of the week was um this song called lose it all i don't want to by bunt that was his his uh, single obsession last yes. week. Yes, yes. It's are my you, single obsession. This are you week. taking it? It's my single obsession this week. It's a good All song. Right. I gotta listen to this song. I got. I'm adding to my queue right now. Lose it's got it a good all. beat. It's a. It, I. 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 It was one of those songs where I was like, "This doesn't happen often," but I could listen <laughs> to this song for an entire workout. I've done that before. The most recent one. Oh, the most recent one was, and before that, it was Disco Tits by Tovlo. I could see it. I could see it. For me, the two and the two ones that stick out in my head are The Cure by Lady Gaga. Okay. And then um, Sledgehammer by Fifth Harmony. Bob. Mm-hmm. Leg Total day Bob. to Sledgehammer, Mama. I was hitting PRs. Never forget Fifth Harmony for what they provided to the culture. And maybe they'll maybe they'll be they'll come back. Who knows? Who knows? We've been waiting. I, I still see Camila Cabello at things and I'm like, where's where's the star power? Where is it? 
Because I don't see it. I don't. She, you know, she was propped up. She was put there, and now she's still there. And people are really there. wondering, what are you up to, girl? What are you up to? Um, My top bop is... <laughs> Your single obsession. Thank you. I had a little, you know, uh, shout out to Trail Magic. I'm still drinking their uh their thc seltzers you gotta sponsor us that shit slaps it's so slapping, good slapping, slapping. the half and half arnold palmer flavor Ooh, baby oh that sounds tasty oh it's delicious and it's five milligrams of thc that's too much for me i need 2.5 well, well there is a three milligram option berry bliss i'll take that i'll it's take that one. it's good um this one is like very simon it's uh random swedish pop duo um it was recommended to me by a friend of the pod brandon demel he said i just have a feeling a song and boy was he right uh it's a song called what now and the group is honey with a period at the end oh yep two swedish dames doing some like abba-esque style pop love brandon Brandon, send me more songs. Jeez. Yeah. He, I, he, I, every time he sends me a song, it's like he just knows me. And I feel he, seen when he sends me music. I really he, do. We only chat all the time about, um, about our Shred obsession. We both use the same workout app. Are you still using that? Do I need to buy it? I. It is literally i swear like it is the best thing it makes working out so much better i've been using the same lifting plan now and don't get me wrong i love it it's a great like that's why i keep doing it but i've been doing it for six months and you're supposed to shock your body you're supposed to switch it up every day or every like week the workouts are all different sometimes it's like one or two of the same things but like mama sometimes you're doing a pyramid set sometimes you're doing like can you say um like my chest genetically not getting any favors. Can I do a chest dominant split? Can oh. you do that on the app? Well, you're you're gonna do like you're gonna do it'll have you you say how many days a week you're gonna try and work out. Are you gonna do three days, yeah. four days, five days? And then it'll break out with that. It'll be like, okay, so how deep can I go into single muscle group during this Fabulous. week or that week? Love that. And, and then, how much how much is this shred app? This is not an ad, by the way. <laughs> I want to say it's like ah, 69 bucks a year. You know what's going to happen? They're going to have an amazing Black Friday sale or Cyber Monday deal. And that's what I'm going to do it. And then you people out there. I've literally never seen them on sale though, Simon. So I don't know. Don't wait to pull the trigger. If if it isn't by then, I'm just going to buy it. But hey, people out there. You think you've seen body Adi now? Once I get that shred app and I'm changing up my workouts regularly, ooh, it's done. Done for you. Dunzo <laughs> over. Bye bye. Um, Later. But then um, I'm I'm just looking at my text with Brandon, and he did send me a song called Uns Uns. He's like, please tell me you've heard this. It's <laughs> awfully catchy. Oh, one of those. Okay. And yeah. I did listen to it, and it was fine. But it wasn't like okay. incredible. Brandon's. Yeah. What I learned when I went to Denver to to see Brandon and Alex is that they mm-hmm. don't really listen to music. Really, they listen to the same like, <laughs> the same artist until it's like buried in the ground. 
<laughs> hey, hey, familiarity. That's why we're getting the Super Mario Brothers movie. That's that is it. Nostalgia. That's right. Um, if people want to 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 see you, Simon, yeah, people want to chat with you. That's right. Where do they go? Well, they can find me on Instagram at the realist Simon. I've really been thinking about switching up the handle, but I don't know. It's kind of classic at this point, don't you think? It is. It is. It is. It would have to be something like in a similar vein, like Simon official or just something stupid, you know. But why? Like, like why change it? <laughs> That's a great question. If it ain't the broke. only reason I would change my name from the Aaron T A G E H R E N. Weird, I know, but you'll get used but to it. But you'll get used to it. Oh, I love that. Uh <laughs> is is if I could get Aaron. Like that is it. Ooh, if I could get Simon. Ooh. Talk about branding, honey. Yeah, that would be the one thing. That would be the <laughs> only reason why I would hey, maybe, switch my, my name. Maybe let's let's message our respective handles on Instagram and just say, hey, look. What do you say? Move on. Move on. Yeah. I think the else. thing is, is I think that like um Aaron on pretty much all social medias, they take the handle and they don't do anything with it. <sighs> what a drag there's so what much potential drag. in that name um but other than instagram if you want to follow my cuckoo luku here there everywhere i'm feeling this song lately playlist it's i love that playlist talk yeah. about branding talk about talk switching up about the branding, branding. <laughs> that's right aaron where can they find you well they can find me as i mentioned at, at the end but then they can also find uh our podcast at bopper flop podcast um yeah i love can it. you believe we did it we we were both like well we could take a week off and this was hey, like no i'm glad we did it an hour I by mean, hour decision doesn't that happen every time basically i'm like oh, i don't know if i'm feeling it today and then we do it and i'm like hey glad we did it <laughs> i am always glad we did it simon uh good chatting with you uh, i will see you next week until next time bye bye